one of the topics that I've probably thought about the most during the past few years is positivity and optimism. And I've been trying to think about the meaning and the role and the function of positivity and optimism. When is it right? When is it true? When is it real? When is it correct to be optimistic or positive? Most people approach optimism and positivity as if it's a response, a reaction to the way things are. And this, in my estimation, seems to be the dominant view. People only display positivity or optimism when someone else or something else already displays that in the world. And what I want to discuss in this video is reconceptualizing positivity and optimism from the perspective of generating those things as a response to your own values and beliefs and what you would actually like to see in the world. Now, there are many reasons why we are primarily skeptical or negative or pessimistic. And there's a very practical reason for that. Because when you display a lot of the qualities like empathy or kindness or anything of that nature, it's very hard to display those things without being vulnerable yourself. And they absolutely do leave you open for those attacks. People who can't utilize those same qualities as strengths are going to try and use those openings in the most negative and harmful way that they possibly can so that they can justify their own shortcomings and their own weaknesses. If you properly faced and acknowledged your fears and shortcomings and weaknesses, then when other people shove them in your face, you're okay with that. You're already aware of it and you know your relationship with those things. You have the ability to reframe and reconceptualize and realign your perspective appropriately so that you understand that the stabs and the punches aren't really something to get mad about and that in most cases they are simply there because of other people's insecurities and fears. And it doesn't mean it's not going to hurt when someone makes fun of you or takes stabs at you or throws punches. Of course it will. The difference is that you don't get misaligned with who you are and what you need to do. That's the biggest problem when life punches you in the face. If you don't get back up and properly conceptualize what happened, then you might lose control of your life altogether. So when you have a healthy relationship with both your strengths as well as your weaknesses, then you can always 
properly align yourself. And when people are intentionally malicious and harmful towards you, of course it's gonna hurt. Of course it's not gonna feel nice, but at least you understand what's what. You understand what was right about what they said and what was wrong. And in what way is that relevant to you? And if you're unable to reconceptualize those things, it's very hard to move forwards because you can't define your target. You can't define your focus. And it's that fear of the inability to find your focus again. It's that fear of the unknown. It's that fear of uncertainty that prevents us from approaching the world from the perspective of positivity and optimism. So it's perfectly understandable why people choose cynicism and pessimism and negativity as the first choice of weaponry because you can always use it as a shield. So when you're in a situation that turns on you, it's very easy to, oh shit, it's very easy to play the card of negativity because it gives you that safety net of a different kind. You can always play the card of, oh, I knew that was going to happen or, well, I never thought that it would end up any other way. So it's sort of a trickster way of trying to downplay the effects of the hurt. And also a secondary function of it is to be able to preserve your position in the status hierarchy. Because again, if you displayed naive optimism and you got hurt, other people are going to try and play that at you as you being weak or naive or stupid. So there's good reason to be negative and pessimistic and cynical because it gives you shield, gives you armor. But the sad thing about it is that we all know it's fake. It's only an act. It's only something we display to the outside world. So what should you do instead? Based on what I've learned so far, to me it seems clearly that optimism and positivity is the ultimate strategy. It's difficult to conceptualize that because it requires long-term abstraction. You need to look further into the future. And I truly, truly think that optimism and positivity is the ultimate long-term strategy in your life. Firstly, when you are positive, when you are optimistic, people want to be around you. Of course, you can't be those things in a naive, unrealistic way, because then people will struggle to take you seriously. But if you have some maturity in the perspectives of why you deploy those things, then you 
can find yourself in a position where you start to actually earn the respect of other people. Even if they're not speaking it out loud, their actions are going to change towards you. Because deep down we all know that it's difficult to be optimistic and positive. There are plenty of reasons looking at this world to say that it only makes sense to be pessimistic and negative. Just look at all the things that are happening. The sheer volume of bad stuff really shows you that the world is a bad place. So any act of positivity or optimism can be seen as naivety by a lot of people. I think most of us know that that's complete bullshit. It's a show of strength, of spirit and character to remain optimistic and positive regardless of what's happening on the outside. And again, you can't be unrealistic about it. You can't be naive about it. But if you properly conceptualize and internalized what counts as mature, realistic optimism and positivity. That's like a shining beacon to other people. You're going to become the reason for other people to be positive and be optimistic. And as I mentioned before, most people are only displaying those qualities as a response to the world. So if you're one of those shining beacons in this world that displays those qualities, regardless of what's happening on the outside, that latches onto people and people respect that and people look up to you. And that's one hell of a superpower in my estimation. There's no shortage of other reasons to remain positive and optimistic as a strategy in your life. Surely the social aspect is one of those and it's a super powerful, if not the most powerful aspect but it's also something that you can use with yourself. We're constantly in a dialogue with ourselves and it makes a huge difference what kind of a conversation you have with yourself. What kind of self-talk do you maintain? I've said before that narrative is everything and I still 100% believe that. And the dialogue that you have with yourself, the story you tell yourself about yourself is going to contextualize how you look at the world. And if that discussion with yourself, not only when it comes to yourself, but the world around you, if that's negative and cynical and pessimistic, then you can damn well be sure that that's how you look at the world. That's how you approach the world. That's going to define your focus and your aim. And that's what you're going to get out of it. So how do you change that? How do you increase the amount of optimism and positivity in your life? You need to have your focus on point. You need to know your own values, your own beliefs, your own aims, and the things that you find worth doing even when things are bad. Because if you don't, Every time that fear kicks in, when someone takes a punch at you or stabs you, you're going to lose your focus. You're going to lose your alignment with the things 
that you find to be valuable and true and worth upholding. You need to figure out who the hell you are. You need to understand yourself preferably better than anyone else can. You need to know your own weaknesses. You need to know your own shortcomings and strengths and the things that you don't want to see in the world and the things that you do. Because you'll never run out of reasons to be negative or pessimistic or cynical. The world is so full of perspectives that don't empower us and instead they enslave us to some sort of another will. And we entertain and simulate those perspectives because we're afraid. And it's the easiest solution to take those negative perspectives and utilize them as a shield, as armor. But ultimately, there's going to have to be a point where you're going to have to make a choice. If you're living your life simply waiting for the world to show you why you should be positive and optimistic, you're going to wait your entire life and you're going to waste your entire life trying to do that. So I invite you to start thinking about yourself as a beacon, as one of those forces in this world that generates optimism and positivity as a result of what you believe in and what you believe to be right and what you believe to be worth fighting for and upholding. And hopefully as you do that, you're going to show to other people that this is how it works. This is how we really change the world for the better one tiny bit at a time. And in my experience, those tiny glimmers, those tiny forces of optimism and positivity, those can absolutely be enough to ignite or rekindle a flame in your heart and your soul. And that's what I choose to follow, at least to the best of my ability. What do you want to be fighting for? And there's no one else in the world that can make that decision for you. Finished.